Hi folks, there's Phoebe here from The Franchise Entrepreneur and uh, welcome to a new episode. Um, today I want to talk about recessions. You know, we all probably hear the news pretty much every day. There's, uh, you know, stock markets are up and down, trade, wars, Brexit. Recession is probably going to happen at some point in the, in the next maybe 12 months, in my opinion. You know, most economists will tell you that recessions tend to come round in cycles of eight to 10 years. Well, you know, we're probably overdue one. So whether we like it or not, it's probably not too far around the corner. Now, how's that going to impact on franchises? Now, I actually started my business in the last um, recession. So it was 2007, 2008, smack in the middle of it. I decided to open up Walk and Go, which was obviously my main business, which is my noodle bar business. So I opened up right smack in the middle of it. Now, what was the effect of, of that on, on me at the time? And how did that impact on, on my business? And how do you think it will impact on your businesses going forward, whether it's a franchise or, or not? But I want to specifically talk about um, my sector, which is obviously the franchising side. So what if there is a recession? What are the likely effects on, on a franchise and on the franchise sector, if any? Or are there opportunities to be had in, in, a, in a recession in this sector? Well, let's look at what a recession normally means. People tighten their, their belts. Uh, they worry more about their job security. Stocks and shares tend to fall. Redundancies happen. Businesses start to lay off people marketing budgets get slashed, people invest less, as do businesses. So money starts to become more scarce, it starts to dry up, which normally means there's less in circulation. It doesn't mean that the money has disappeared, it just means that it's been, there's less being circulated. People sit on their money, they look for safe havens. Governments start to print more money and people hoard their capital. Prices can drop because people are discounting in order to try and um, protect the business that they have. So this can also be a great opportunity for those that are cash rich, opportunities to buy businesses, buy competitors that are in financial difficulty. Properties tend to be cheaper because property can crash as well. Shares are below the previous market values. So there are opportunities and quite often you see the rich will get richer because of these opportunities because they generally are cash rich and they can take advantage of these, these opportunities. So if you're fortunate to be in that position where you have cash sitting around or you're actually in a cash generating business, then there can be significant opportunities for you to take advantage of. But for franchising, recruitment, it's a mixed bag. Money is tight, people are hoarding, so you might think this is not a time to, to launch a franchise, but that's not necessarily the case. This could be the perfect time to launch. Franchise model is by its very nature safer than starting up, starting up on your own. You're much more likely to succeed. Those are the facts of franchising. You're taking a proven business model, so you're more likely to be successful. Maybe you'll attract more investors that would have otherwise had their money elsewhere. So people who have maybe invested or typically have invested into stocks and shares or into property 
and those are crashing or not doing as well are now looking for a different opportunity. Franchising could potentially be that route for them. Certainly, you know, I started my business over the 2008 financial crisis. People still need to, to eat. So certainly in my business, when I launched it, the price band that I was in was actually attracting more people because what people were doing is not going to some of the fancier restaurants and the, the higher check prices that they would normally have gone to and they were downgrade into to cheaper meals. And we filled that, that area because we were offering quality food but at cheaper prices. So we actually, I think, benefited from the kind of food that we were doing and we were in the quick service restaurant. And the quick service restaurant side of things actually I think done pretty well out of that last recession for those reasons that people were still, still needed to eat, were still wanting to go out to maybe get something to eat or getting a delivery as a, as a treat to themselves because they hadn't been out for the more expensive meals. And that actually led to quite a significant drive on our sales, in my opinion. It certainly wasn't bad for, for us. And there lies the opportunity for my type of business. But I appreciate all businesses are different. Different sectors will feel different effects. But I'm going to have to concentrate on the businesses side that I know, which is obviously the food and restaurant side. But you can take some of the practicalities that I've learned from the last recession and potentially see whether they can fit within your franchise model. But ultimately, franchising could be seen as a safe haven for some. If we do hit a recession, what should you do to make sure your franchise is as attractive as it can be? You know, for those who are looking for a safer haven or indeed have been unfortunate to be made redundant or those that are simply looking for a return on their investment and are no longer able to get it from pensions, shares and property. So what I would look to do for franchise recruitment is to split it into categories. Identify your target audience which may now be slightly different from what it was when the, we weren't experiencing a recession. So those that are recently unemployed, they're going to be a target audience for you. Hands-off investors, those who were typically investing in stocks and shares and in property and don't necessarily want to be involved in the day-to-day -day running of a business. Those that are looking for a dividend replacement or income replacement. Adjust your franchise model and fee structure or management offering to support the target audience that you are aiming to, to go for. So let me give you an example. Hands-free investment, so you need to offer a managed option. That's what they're looking for. They don't want to be involved in the day-to-day -day running of the business. They've been used to putting money into shares and getting some sort of return on it, but they don't want to be involved in the business. So maybe look at a managed option. So it's still a franchise, but you will manage it on behalf of the franchise. So you need to be flexible in your business model that you're offering people. Maybe a guaranteed return on investment. Those looking for safety and replacement income from dividends. Again, you could even match that with the managed option. So not only are you saying you will manage that day-to-day -day business for them, you will guarantee a certain return. Now, obviously you have to be careful on what the business can afford, but if you are looking to guarantee a return of say 5%, that could be seen as being quite attractive for those who are not getting any kind of return for money that will be stashed in the bank. 
have some flexibility for those that are maybe looking to actually buy and operate a franchise store. So they are likely to be the ones that have been made redundant and now are looking to take control of their future income. Consider fee holidays or early booking discounts. Now these might be very attractive to those that have been made redundant and looking for a job replacement and want to take control of their, their finances and their futures because they've been made redundant, they've been bitten by the PAYE system and now want to take control of their, their lives. But you need to be able to attract those in and you need a sense of urgency about it. So strike while the iron is hot, offer fee holidays, early booking discounts, things like that. Don't retreat from your marketing as a lot of businesses do. In fact, it's one of the first things that get cut on most big businesses, certainly, um, is the marketing and administrative functions within that business. I'm advocating that, that you actually spend much more money on your, on your marketing, not less, but obviously keep your costs as streamlined as possible, offer value for money, don't discount your core products or prices. That's a little bit different from your discounting on fee holidays and things like that to attract them initially into the business. Don't be discounting your core products, which is in my, my circumstances would be, you know, our, our products that we're selling over the counter. Concentrate more on value for money and less on the discounts. Discounting will just lead you to the bottom of the pile. If you have excess cash, then look for the acquisition possibilities. This may be the, the chance to take over a competition, take them out, and then when the recession's over, you are in a much better position for market share. A recession could, and does not necessarily mean it's all doom and gloom for everyone. The downside for some is the upside for others. That's unfortunate, but that is life. During a recession, you know, of course you have to keep an eye on your costs. You have to take practical steps to make sure that you are not wasting money, but you should also continue to attack and continue to uh, try and grow your business, but in the right way. And that may well be that you look at whether you need to take physical stores um, and have physical presence on, on the high street, and you do more online if that's possible, if you're in the food industry as I am, then a practical step is what we've already been doing and, and that is introducing dark kitchens or, or virtual kitchens into our businesses. So we don't increase our overheads. We don't have a, a presence on the high street. We utilize our existing premises to the maximum by putting these um, virtual kitchens into them and increase our revenues whilst not increasing our costs. So it, it means that we're getting recession ready, if you like. That wasn't the, the sole purpose of doing it. It was the, the reality of the high street and how expensive it's become to launch new brands, etc., onto them, because you're obviously taking a big risk with something that hasn't got a proven record behind it. So this was a great way of, of doing that. But it's actually a very good idea coming into a recession, increasing your revenues, not increasing your costs, and giving you a more firmer foundation for you to prepare for you know, the downside, which inevitably there will be at some point. It gives, us, it gives us the opportunity to continue to grow our concepts and our business whilst 
others are experiencing you know more difficult difficult times because they may have still be trying to take physical presence on the high street the high street is difficult as it is you know look at what it's gonna potentially will happen if we do actually hit a recession and I honestly believe that, that if there's going to be a recession, it's not going to be defined by the UK being in recession and the rest of the world being hunky-dory. This is going to be probably a global recession, similar to what we had before. Germany are already teetering on the edge of recession. You've got trade wars that are potentially all over the place and you've got Brexit, which is obviously going to have some sort of impact, certainly in the short term. So you need to start preparing yourselves now. It's not about being pessimistic, it's about actually planning now so that you don't have to be pessimistic in the coming months. So in summary, I think franchising and business models are better protected against recessions. There are obviously, you know, there's good and bad franchises. Some will fall by the wayside, some won't. Some will be able to take advantage of the opportunity, some won't. Certainly, I think in my sector, there will be, will be some winners and losers. Some of the ones that are maybe already struggling are going to feel the heat considerably more. I think if I had to guess, those that are making sandwich type food, so say Subway for example, will find it more difficult if we hit a recession, which might surprise people because they say, well, okay, well, the price point is low. The problem is, is that it's an old brand now. There's a lot of competition on the high street, a lot more interesting sort of foods and what happens when you hit a recession and money becomes tight people start making their own sandwiches so yeah certain brands i think will find it more difficult others i think who operate in a little bit more of a niche market and can show value for money and not necessarily cheap it's value for money that's important here will do well and i hope that we're in that category i believe we're in that category but if you are a franchise model or any kind of business that you can take advantage of some of the things that I've just proposed, start doing it now. Because what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is, is that you're preparing for something that never happens and it shouldn't have any negative effect on your business. If the worst does happen, then you'll be in a much better place and positioned to handle that. So thank you very much for tuning in to The Franchise Entrepreneur and I hope you have a good day and if you found this useful please do tell your work colleagues, friends and anyone else that might be interested and please leave a review. If you've got someone you think would be a good guest to have interviewed or not necessarily a specific person but someone from a specific um, business sector then please do um, reach out and let me know uh, any details. That person might be you. It could be you. I'd be happy to interview, particularly if you're based in the northwest of uh, the country, around Cheshire, that would be fantastic. I'd be happy to hear from you.